0: Episode of Green Planet Blue Planet. I am Julian Goudelai and this is Green Planet Blue Planet Podcast, where you get to hear the stories and insights from entrepreneurs, social change makers, and artists displaying how each and everyone's uniqueness makes this planet worth living on. For more, check out GreenPlanet-BluePlanet.com. Today nice. with me is techpreneur Vlad Mikatumian, co-founder of Logic Inbound, a Seattle-based SEO agency. Welcome Vlad. Welcome. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's an honor to sit in the sunshine here at Occidental Square with you. Yeah. Welcome to Seattle. <laughs> Thank you. I like it. It's a good place. Yeah. Hey, let's kick it off with this. How do you get into the zone, Vlad? What is your What is your access to flow state? Interesting.
1: That's a, that's a really interesting question. Um, what I've been really doing most recently is I have an accountability partner. One of my friends, actually, Amir, and uh, I've been starting to call him up at 5 a.m. every morning. And we kind of sync up on the day together. And it's, it's kind of my little, one of my little hacks to whatever you have to do. Have somebody hold you accountable to it. So that's actually what I'm working on um, consistently doing every single day. Um, you know, other than that, the, the biggest thing is when I get to the office, which is where, you know, I, I do most of my work. That's when I really just switch off uh, all the outside things. And then the office is my place to go to. So I think having a place where you get X done, you know, like you go to the gym, you're just focused on the gym. That's uh, uh, that's kind of my, my viewpoint.
0: Wow. I like that. So uh, accountability partner, like somebody pulls you into integrity. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, like you've got to report to this person for, for this, this new habit you're trying to build. Yeah. yeah,
0: that's powerful. Yeah, I, I also I also really hear you on uh, single focus. Like when you're in the gym, that's why mm-hmm. you're not there to check your social media. Nah, no, nah, I think that's you know,
1: I <laughs> when I when I was growing up, I, I always wanted to do everything, and that's the fastest way to do nothing. You know, <laughs> yeah. so yeah, when I'm when I'm doing various tasks, you know, if I'm going uh, biking, you know, or if I'm playing tennis or whatever, you know, I just try to focus on that one thing. When I'm at the office, uh, I you know I, I like to focus on uh, you know specific tasks. That I have laid out on the calendar. Gotcha.
0: You know? So yeah. So tell us a little bit about about your office and what are you working towards with uh, lodging Inbound? Sure. So the
1: office is at Atlas Workbase, South Lake Union. Um, they're actually one of our clients. Um, so uh, logic inbound. We're a search engine optimization company. Uh, we help, uh, people get on the first page of Google and, you know, once you get on the first page for whatever term you need, then that's when you start getting traffic, you start getting traffic, you get eyeballs and that's when you get attention and that's when you can make sales, get more clients. So, you know, we're a marketing company. We focus specifically on SEO. So,
0: nice. yeah. What kind
1: of, um, what kind of
0: clients do you guys work with? Like, is it, is it basically anybody who's looking for SEO optimization or are you focusing on certain niches or, um, yeah, I, I know I know that one of your taglines is, is kind of around Millennials, or that's maybe one of the directions of the company.
1: Sure, yeah. So um, we we work with everyone from um, a local wedding consultant um, to a global manufacturing company with over twelve hundred employees. So that's kind of the scope of our clients. Um, You know, so yeah. So it it really varies. We've been moving up market. Um, You know, we started really locally, and then um, slowly over time, the bigger and bigger players. um, You know, have we've talked to them and we've gotten more sophisticated with our offerings and our deals and um, you know, the way we deliver on our products. So that's kind of naturally helped us move up market. So that's, you know, that's our, uh, you know, different ranges and then yeah e- e-commerce is really something we'd like to work on as well because you can see a direct translation into uh the profit and um you know I-, I think a lot of millennials they're um you know they like e-com stores when they're working so so that's something that ties into that and then also my background um you know being a millennial myself right. that- that helps a little bit as well so yeah
0: empowering and encouraging those who are kind of wanting to live the global global nomad uh, digital
1: lifestyle yeah i think anyone can do what i do you know i I take a look at myself i'm like man you know you know you if you can do it anyone else can do it you know so that's kind of you know anyone that ever needs any help like i always try to you know reach out or connect with them
0: um you know i
1: always try to give anybody at least 15 minutes of time
0: that sounds interesting glad so um, I'm smiling because it feels like this is this might be one of your like core skills is this being a connector and really wanting to help people one of my questions that I love to ask people is what kind of superhero are you I believe everyone is a superhero and we all actually have superhero skills so like what's yeah. yours that's, that's, a, that's an interesting question to <laughs>
1: Uh yeah, lazy man, I don't know. <laughs> I don't do too much. I try to always find um, you know, the the easiest way, the most productive way to do something. Um, you know, and I do that through connections. You know, literally it's kind of um, you know, it's people really like it when I connect with them and connect them to other people, but also it helps me do whatever um, I need to do. I was actually talking to um, you know, an employee um yesterday at the place where I work and I said, you know, the biggest thing I feel like that differentiates me from just you know somebody random that doesn't know um, you know that's not gonna get too far in terms of business or um, you know their vision is they just clearly do not have any vision at all versus me um, I have a vision and whenever I connect with people I always try to incorporate them into my vision or see how they would play in the vision you know so that's kind of I don't know if that's a superpower but um, you know damn well should be you know, people should, uh, I think, you know, have a vision and then
0: focus on connecting to get things accomplished. Yeah, I also hear you. I hear you say that your superpower might be this effortlessness, this this ease of alignment. Because you're, you're saying lazy man, but what you're, <laughs> what you're actually saying is you're 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 wanting things to come easy because that's a sign that you're on the right path yeah I, I like that um, you know
1: you made it sound much better I, I think th- I think that's true I was talking to my friend about sales yesterday um, you know and and I was telling him like if you've got a product and um, you know if somebody says what do you do and you say um, I build websites for example you know or I do SEO they understand it they're like oh I need that you know or that makes sense um, you know let's hook up let's let's work on a project together whatever but if you say like oh you know uh, I'm a, a treadmill manager manufacturer, um, you know, and, and I, you know, I only work with gyms or whatever. And, and you're, you're, super, um, you know, it's something super complex. Like you're a manufacturing company that does export of, of, ABC, um, you know, it becomes much harder to sell, um, you know, so the easier you can, you can lay something out to somebody else, the, 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 the more possible, the easier it will be to uh, sell it and, and make it a reality. So,
0: yeah, yeah. So you touched you touched on having a vision and how important it is to have a vision. So, so what's what's your vision? How is your work benefiting the world? Oh, that's a great
1: question. Um, so first and foremost, um, you know, I, I'm not focused. I, I, uh, as much as, you know, on nonprofits or really 100% helping people as I would like to be. I, I see that somewhere like in the end of my career, um, you know, but at the same time, um, you know, providing SEO help for people, uh, you know, helping their businesses kind of helps the economy, period. Um, you know, if they've got a really great product, etc. Um, but then also on the flip side, if you want to just say, you know, Vlad, you're such a capitalist. Um, I also, I run something called Co-Founders Connect. Um, it's a group for co-founders to connect to one another. And, um, you know, we have seven figure, eight figure, we even have a nine figure entrepreneurs come in and speak and you do a one-to-one QA session with them. Um, that's actually something I do for free monthly. And, um, you know, I just connect people to other entrepreneurs and, you know, I just connect them non-stop, and I'm always willing to give somebody, you know, 10, 15 minutes. So that's my way of giving back. Um, you know, a minimum monthly we do these events. Wow. So all about connection. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's kind of, I I feel like the world's all about connection, you know. It's all about who you know, not what you know. Um, you know, if you know the right people, you can do whatever you need to
0: to do, you know. Get whatever you want. I think that's yeah, absolutely. Well, let's do this. Did you did you plan on what you're experiencing right now? Like, did you plan to have this kind of career or how did you get
1: to where you are right now? Interesting. So, yeah, that's a man, you got so, really solid questions. I got to say that. Um, <laughs> Thank so you. Yeah, I, ironically, I uh, never really planned to, to do what I'm doing to build these companies. Um, initially, I actually started out using it as a resume builder, you know, I was like, man, if I start a business, you know, um, I had growing up, I was an immigrant, you know, we grew up, uh, you know, just like every other immigrant, everybody knows, you know, you don't have any money to do that, you know, my, I had a fear of failure. Um, and then I figured, Hey, you know, if I, uh, have a business that I'm starting, even if I fail, I can put that on my resume, build it up, you know? So yeah, the first business was actually pretty successful. Um, we got 300,000 downloads on the Android app store. Um, you know, and, and then, and I was like, man, maybe I'm pretty good at this technology stuff. I was 19 years old at the time. So this is back in 0809. And then, you know, from there I just kept taking little steps and it naturally progressed. Right. Oh, so it's the little steps you think? I think I think it's a natural progression for me. You know, um, I never had like a like a, 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 a vision of like, oh, you know, I'm going to start an SEO agency or whatever. I always knew that, hey, you know, I want to do something big. Um, you know, back when I was younger, and then maybe when I was around, uh, you know, twenty, twenty-one, I knew a hundred percent. You know, business was exactly where I was going to be an entrepreneur. Um,
0: you know, so so yeah so what was this app about that you uh, that you had multiple hundred thousand downloads oh sure so it was so we did multiple apps um, The it was called
1: Shoplets LLC which is a company and it was celebrity quotes so like Drake quotes um, you know uh, Eminem quotes Shakespeare quotes Bruce Lee quotes was the first one we did um, you, you like know. water uh, yeah exactly that was one of the quotes for sure for sure exactly um, you know so we did we did those uh, these apps um, and then the first one we did the bruce lee one got a thousand downloads in, in a week and a half and my cousin was like well i guess you know what do we do now and i was like well let's make another one we've got the code so we just kept it was like a gold mine back then we just made all these um, different apps and we got a, a ton of downloads i think drake was our biggest it got 150,000 um, downloads yeah. and i was uh, 20 at the time i was like no one's gonna sue me um you know and, and i mean there's like celebrity fan sites and that's kind of how we looked at it it was for the fans you know gotcha
0: yeah. Well, for the fans and also I feel like we're increasingly in times where people are actually looking for inspiration, right? Like they're looking for this this accountability, as you said in the beginning of this interview, um, to get up at 5 a.m. in the morning and get your day started. So all these inspirations, quotes and memes out there, um, I, I really feel like that is our, our zeitgeist. That's kind of where, where society is at. What, what people want to feel is help me be accountable for for living the life I'm choosing to do Mm -hmm. yeah I mean if the accountability thing uh, I think
1: that if you could really hold someone accountable then you know from an outside perspective from like you know their sphere um you could really help them get whatever they need to get because i think we all have our blind spots we all have our little excuses um you know whatever um you know like oh i didn't exercise today because i didn't wake up at this time or whatever you know but yeah i think if you do the accountability thing that's that's a big key
0: you know it's one of the biggest excuses hey I, i just i don't have time for this yeah i don't have time you know you have to make time you know so yeah for sure. Absolutely. You have to make time. So how did you grow up? And how did that influence the way you think? And you said you're, you're an immigrant and everybody knows. But, but maybe go a little bit deeper into that because I think there is, there is some, some very profound wisdom in those stories. And you're, I don't know where you get these questions from. These are great questions. I'm going to definitely
1: listen to every podcast episode you do. Um, Yeah, so I grew up in, uh, you know, in in Russia for a couple of years, you know, for about four years, very secluded with the family. Um, And then I came over here and uh, I remember the first day I was in school, I could only say yes or no. So everyone was just asking me random questions. Yeah, it was hilarious. Um, You know, and, uh, you know, I learned the language, et cetera, and I was pretty much, um, you know shy couldn't speak the language too well so I was really determined maybe around high school time um, you know for middle school for maybe eighth grade up to you know learn the language and, and really become more social so that's kind of how I became the opposite and you know started focusing on being a connector became a tour guide at my school um, you know so I knew a lot of people there and and that that really impacted me in terms of um, you know being able to see all these different viewpoints and I think the more different different viewpoints you have the the more opportunities and options you have and then you can really pick the one that's that fits you um you know so that's kind of how how my story played out and then um you know i talked to all these different people and, and then i got fortunate enough to uh, you know meet mm-hmm. some tech entrepreneurs you know so
0: yeah nice so your your family came over from Russia when you were a young kid. Mm-hmm. How did how do you feel like these, like, you know, it's an international background you have, and then mm-hmm. I, I share that. I, I grew up in Germany myself. Mm-hmm. How did the values that your friends kind of instill in you, how did they influence you to go on to this journey of being a connector? Interesting. Um, yeah, my friends,
1: you know, they say um, people like those who are like them, you know. So basically, my friends are also... Uh, you know, they, they come from different backgrounds, um, you know, and, and so they also kind of share that immigrant story and, um, you know, uh, they basically also kind of understand the value of, of hard work and, um, you know, the American dream, so to speak. Right. So that's kind of how, um, you know, I related to them and that, that's kind of how we started talking more and more about business, you know. Um, you know so my friend, Um, you know, Justin, for example, also, you know, immigrant background, etc. And, um, you know, we also understand the hardships and that's why we work so hard. And, um, you know, like, Hey, you know, if you start this business and you do good with it, you know, then you, you know, you can give back to your family, um, you know, and then pave whatever, you know, lifestyle you want. And we're in America, you know, coming from an outside point of view. So it's like, man, everything is here, you know, it's all, it's all laid out, you know, it's so. all possible. It's exactly you know, you know. In 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 Russia, it's much harder. Entrepreneurship is much harder, on, you know. It's like, you know, like, what? Like, you know, what are you... you got to go to school, like, much harder... You know, like, over here, now, I think it's becoming that school is becoming a little bit more secondary in your dream and your vision, you know, it's primary, but I think still in Russia over there, it's, like, number one school, et cetera, fit in the system, you know, right? don't be too unique over there.
0: So, somewhat, those values gave you this, like... You got a hustle mentality or you're, yeah. you're all right with that? Yeah. yeah.
1: My, my family, you know, I think every immigrant has to hustle. to can make it into the country, you know? for sure you know so whether wherever you're from you know be it from germany uh you know paris uh mexico i know that they're hot right now uh, in america but you gotta you know you gotta hustle to make it into america and then um you know if you keep building upon that you know then you can make it very far like you know you just keep building upon what you have and then you know you'll make it a lot farther than most people i think
0: yeah. Personally, I also feel like you make a you make a choice to go to a new place. Mm-hmm. So you won't choose to slack around and just sit there and and then see what could happen for you. You actually mm-hmm. want to actively create it, right? Mm-hmm.
1: For sure. Yeah. I think yeah. Immigrants, um, you know, yeah, they have to they, they have to make it on their own and, and they have to take a big risk. It's it's pretty entrepreneurial in and of itself. You know, um, you know, very very big risk, and um, yeah. So I think the the rest becomes much easier.
0: Got it. Well, so here's a different question: If, for a fact, tomorrow you had thirteen point seven billion dollars, point seven, (laughs) huh? Not point six. Thirteen point seven billion dollars. What would you do with it?
1: That's that's a fantastic question. Um, I think that first and foremost, um, you know, I would put put aside some money for retirement, which is like whatever, you know, like ten million or whatever, you know, five million. Um, then after that, um, I would probably really Uh, go out and, um, you know, after the random stuff, like, you know, helping out your family and it's not random, but, you know, like, like everybody would help out their family and their community or whatever. Um, I would embark on these really big ambitious types of projects, you know, like these Elon Musk type projects um, that, uh, you know, it would be very hard to do as Google calls them, the moon shots, you know, because it's like, you know, trying to reach the moon is very, very, uh, you know, difficult, I would probably go for those projects, um, you know, and see, you know, what, what we could really do, you know? So like, so like create, uh, you know, of, of, uh, you know, uh, devices that, uh, are, are powered by the sun, you know, futuristic type shit, you know, basically like I get things. It, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, like those types of projects, you know, so
0: would I, you, would you invest your money, to... I'll, I'll give you the, the choice a little bit more because I, I want to hear like tactile examples. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Would you invest your money to explore space mm-hmm. or would you invest your money to clean up planet Earth?
1: Sure, that's a great question. Um, and I think those kind of... Um Coincide not to cop out of the answer because I'm gonna I'll, I'll say clean a planet Earth first and foremost, but um, they also coincide together, um, you know because if you can take a, a rocket and you can make it reach the moon, um, you know then you the get li- the literal moonshot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or not, or Mars, right? Yeah. Um, then you actually get the uh, gasoline efficiency, right? So then you're actually using less and less gasoline. Maybe um, later, I think it's definitely possible, right? You have an electric powered rocket. Right. Once you have an electric-powered rocket, then um, you know it, no gasoline, no CO two emissions, etc.
0: And then you apply um, that to planet Earth.
1: Exactly. Right. Same thing with like refrigerators. They came from NASA. You know, like NASA was working on these projects. Right. They had refrigerators that you know that helped people out immensely. Um, you know, I don't know how much it clean cleans up the earth, but um, you know, definitely helps us out a lot.
0: Um, so so yeah fascinating what you say I, I, I enjoy hearing that because I see them both very interrelated mm-hmm. personally as well for sure um, mm-hmm. so you, you, you got to kind of advance and risk and like throw your hat over the wall metaphorically speaking and, and mm-hmm. dare to do something new like space exploration in order to learn a lot of details that you can apply for.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: For sure. Planet,
1: yeah. For sure. And, and I think there's also a lot of um, things you could, um, you know, do here as well. Um, you know, there's countries like Africa, etc. Um, you know, which you can really help out and it's really interesting over there how, um, you know, a majority of their, um, you know, technology um, is is on, you know, mobile and they're really pushing the mobile market, you know, and I think they could definitely be very, uh, you know, productive for um, you know the the U.S. Um, in terms of you know food production, um, you know, creativity. Um, you know, I think that's all untapped over there as well. So I think you know globally, it's, it's re- it would be really interesting to take that money and, and use it over there as well. Um, yeah. Cool.
0: Cool. Um, yeah, I want to I want to go back to um, to family and community for for a minute here. So you're a community connector, right? You. Yeah, you, you said that a couple of times, yeah. and, and um, I really value that. I feel like community is, is, um, yeah, we are, we're a big global community, actually, yeah. Yeah, of human beings. And family is, is obviously part of that. So, Vlad, my question is, you're a busy person. You run a business. You have all kinds of dreams and visions. How do you balance and prioritize family and, 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 and friends and community?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think we were talking about this um, a little bit early, like you've got to make time, you know? So that's, that's really what it comes down to. Um, and I've heard, uh, um, you know, a bunch of different entrepreneurs that actually don't really have, um, you know, quality family time. Um, but it depends, uh, you know, cause they could always have it if they wanted to. So it depends on what your values are. Um, me, um, uh, my family, we try to meet up at least once every Sunday, you know, and then there's always like Skype, you know, which I think is huge. Um, uh, you know, for, For people especially that are you know not just all from the u.s that are immigrants etc like skype was just amazing for them you know Uh, yeah it changed my life yeah yeah yeah, for sure you know like you get to see all your relatives and wherever you know so so yeah i i think i i personally just make time for uh you know
0: spending time with the family beautiful making time i like that Something I, I grew up, my, my dad always said, if somebody tells you they don't have time, they're lying. Yeah, well, just, <laughs> they don't have time
1: for whatever you're trying to do, right? Everyone has 10 or 15 minutes, you know, and that, and that can make a real
0: impact. Yeah. So what about time for yourself? Um, let, let, let me maybe phrase the question a little, bit, a little bit further. Like, you know, in our current society, there's there's these buzzwords that are coming up more and more and more. And um, those buzzwords for me are body, mind, and spirit. So, how do you take care of yourself within those three domains? That's a great question. Um,
1: I I try to take care of um, the body, mind, and spirit type type of stuff. More on the, I would say, I'm I'm more focusing on it right now um, because instead of taking care of myself I always you know said oh I got to take care of the business first now I'm really looking at taking care of myself more and I focus on the weekends to really recover recuperate um, you know if I've got to get any extra sleep in if I've got to you know get any exercise done um, you know make sure that I uh, you know do it first and foremost in in the mornings and then recovery time is definitely during the weekend um, you know so I could every single day you know go in, um, you know, work eight to 10 hours a day. Um, you know, and, and then on the weekends, just completely blank out. So like Saturdays, I try to completely like just nothing, you know, um, that's on Saturdays, you can think about life, you know, you can, you can take all your naps you need, whatever, you know, you completely dedicate that day to yourself. Um, you know, so that's my, I guess my version of body minded spirit, um, you know, angle. So,
0: yeah. So you're creating time for yourself to, to just be.
1: Yeah, I, I have on you know I have one day of the week where I just completely just kind of do whatever I want. Um, Got it. You know,
0: that's, that's uh, your superhero skill, La- lazy man. Said. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I like it. It's very important because um, I I can personally relate that often it's it's go 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 mentality and and um, that works for a while and especially when you're. Um, applying your your passion and your purpose to a vision but i don't think we need to burn out anymore no yeah. no uh
1: it's yeah, i've reached burnout myself you know i've reached it before you know and it just everything just came crashing down um you know i was I would run 10 miles um, every Saturday, and then I would do like three to four, Monday through Friday, then I would do about two two hours of MMA training on top of that. So it'd be literally four or five hours of exercise every day, every other day, plus 10 miles on Saturday, etc. and it just burned me out, um, you know, nutrition. And I'm not saying you can't do that consistently, but you've gotta have everything perfect, you know? And so that, I did that on top of business, it, it really burned me out, um, you know, so now the schedule is much better and I'm looking at it more of like a marathon, you know, because that's what it really
0: is. Got it. You know. What about the spirit component? How does that apply to your life? Are you would you say you're a spiritual person? Um I, I don't know if I'm
1: so spiritual is that, that's a big you know that's a pretty big topic. Um you know I, I go to I go to church sometimes. Um you know I've I I meditate every once in a while um, you know, and that's, that's, I don't know, that's, that's about as spiritual as I get, um, you know, when it comes to that topic, um, yeah, give me, give me a little bit more.
0: Yeah. Well, I find it interesting because if you look around the world, there spirit and faith and, um, stillness or connection to self is something that actually connects all human beings in my, in my point of view. And then religion, which is kind of. A neighbor of spirituality is something that divides humanity so much. It also unites humanity, obviously. There is, um, within your own religion, people have, have feel very brotherly and, and, and familiar. But it's still one of the biggest dividers in our world. So what I want to really understand in people is... Um, how do you experience spirituality for yourself? Mm-hmm. Not necessarily what would be the definition, but how does it look for yourself? Are you are you making time on a Saturday to do nothing and you just connect with yourself? Do you go out into nature? Do you go to church? Um, is it meditation? Do you practice yoga? You know, mm-hmm. how how do you connect to this? Connect this to yourself, inner I guess, stillness. Th- yeah. I guess to me, yeah, I
1: guess that's the best way I could frame that question for myself to answer it. Um, you know, how do I connect to myself the best? Um, you know, and and that's for me, that's my version of spirituality. It's connecting to yourself and your own beliefs. And yeah, I would say Saturday, um, you know, that's, that's my day to do that is to relax, is to think about the world, uh, you know, close your eyes and whatever, uh, you know, focus, meditate. Um, you know, I've meditated a, a little bit as well. Um, you know, and then also at nighttime, um, you know, before, you know, before I go to sleep, I, you know, I, I, I don't do too much prayer or anything like that, but I just, you know, close my eyes and just think about everything. It's, I mean, it's really a whole, spirituality is is just, you know, it's it's like a never-ending topic, you know? Um, I don't know if you've ever checked out um, Elon Musk's uh, simulation theory. You know, I have
0: not Elon e- Musk's simulation,
1: simulation theory? theory. Yeah, it's like we're all in a simulation. All uh, oh, right. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's really interesting. It's
0: it's like a it's. I mean, you know, being alive is is, is it's crazy. You know, um, it's. You mean like the holographic simulation that Elon Musk talks about? This could all be an animation. This could be a
1: like a like a, a simulation. Render. Yeah, yeah. But it's like um, you know, th- thinking about like being alive and all this is it's it's very it's it's kind of like a never-ending thought. You know, it's a pretty pretty uh you know it's pretty radical thing um but i think ultimately for me it's uh you know just um i spirituality is being connected to myself and also ultimately being at peace and that's um you know just learning how to quiet the mind i think that's that's pretty big you know so so meditating learning how to quiet the mind um you know and then getting away from from
0: everything outside beautiful beautiful so a little bit more about yourself. These are these are either or or both questions. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you prefer, ocean water or lake water? Um, I like ocean water. You know, ocean water. Um, you know, if, Pacific Ocean. Yeah, because because you think about the ocean, you
1: know, it's much much bigger. Um, but, you know, there's more, there's a lot more out there. You know, that's. I mean, that, it sounds better to me. I don't nice. know. I haven't. Th- yeah, I have totally. had too much thought about it. Yeah, no. that's all right. That's that's what I'm asking. Cats <laughs> yeah. or dogs?
0: Dogs dog person yeah nice uh cannabis or alcohol um alcohol neither i I would say really
1: neither for me um you know i have friends that are both but (laughs) um you know um i mean cannabis especially in seattle can be very helpful um you know and then alcohol i mean you know with my european background and um you know growing up in russia whatever everywhere you know but uh me i'm like a water
0: (laughs) (laughs) you're a water person yeah i love that well um there, there are some people who would say um, all we do is we carry the water on this planet because our bodies are made out of water, right? That's, a, that's
1: interesting. That's a, that's an
0: interesting quote. Qual- talking about perspectives, which you said earlier, like it's, it's fascinating to really see how many perspectives that there they are possibly walking around. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So Definitely. so Vlad, if you had an apprentice in your field, what would you tell them? What would be three lessons you'd want to pass pass on or pass down? Oh, okay. Okay. Um... Yeah, so the first thing I
1: would say is really find what you enjoy to do. And um, no matter how long it takes, um, you know, maybe that journey in and of itself is what you enjoy. But you've got to find what you're really passionate about, um, whether it be connecting with people, whether it be, you know, creating a a product or whatever, you know. Then after you find what you really enjoy to do, then, um, you know, connect with the top fields or the top the experts in in those fields whatever fields that they are and a lot of people um you know they you'd be surprised how many amazing talented people you can meet just by reaching out there and just saying hey you know uh I'm, I'm looking for some help on this, you know, ABC. So that's the second thing, um, you know. And then um, the third thing I would say is, um, you know, just have a have a vision for yourself, you know, have a plan. Early on in my life, I didn't really have too much as, as good of a vision as I should have. Um, You know, in every single aspect, you know, mind, body, spirit, finances, um, you know, so like if you have a vision for each one of those things, um, I think you'll naturally start going towards those goals.
0: Have you, I I remember you... Mentioning the word mentor earlier. Have you been mentored a lot? Oh, yeah. Reach out to the, the people guide your journey?
1: Definitely, man. Yeah, and they were like, man, this guy is not going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've had a lot of great mentors, actually. Um, you know, and, and, it, and it came from really um, asking them to to mentor me, you know. I remember I uh, emailed Gary Vaynerchuk once, I don't know if you know that is. Um yeah. yeah, So and I said, Hey how do you get a mentor? He said just ask. You know, he replied. I was like, holy crap, you know. Um so
0: did you reply? Oh I'm asking you. Yeah yeah,
1: (laughs) I did, I did. He 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 turns people away left and right. This was like four or five years ago. So you can imagine now. But um uh you know it's it's really just asking the right people and once you find a really good mentor, like I have a really good mentor I meet up with weekly right now. um, you know, like that's super worth it, you know, invaluable, you know, I would, pay, I would pay this guy if he asked, you know, um, then, um, you know, when, once you start listening to them, et cetera, you can really focus on yourself. And, uh, you know, I've had a lot of mentors. I had mentors that tell me like, Hey, you're not worth mentoring anymore. <laughs> I've had mentors that say, Hey, you know, you're doing great. Uh, you know, like all sorts. And, and I think it's definitely paid dividends. Yeah. Invaluable.
0: Do you have any mentors? Yeah, I, I, lo- I love the process of mentorship. It's it's something I feel is is vital and integral. Is this um, you know this connection throughout the generations? Um, I feel like we talked about millennials earlier in this conversation a little bit. Um, is, is sharing the wisdom between the generations and also listening deeper you said some mentors might have said hey you're not worth mentoring anymore uh, maybe it was time for you to move on to the next mentor mm-hmm. but being coachable is something I've learned about myself that is um, something that actually creates value for me when I'm open and coachable by people that, that have wisdom to share for sure definitely 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 agree there yeah. cool but what are you reading right now and what was the book before Does Cat in the Hat count now? Um,
1: What am I? Audiobooks count for sure. Audiobooks count for sure as well. Um, So first things first. So I'm I'm reading um, Think and Grow Rich. Um, I'm focusing on that book. Napoleon Hill. uh, Yeah, and basically a mentor of mine actually told me to read that book. Um, you know, And then a lot of people actually really like that book. So I'm, I'm focusing on that book, and I'm doing it um, in a very interesting way, which I think I'm going to apply to every other book, is after a chapter, I write down three things I learned and then three things I implemented. I do a summary, three things I learned, three things I, I'm going to implement. Wow. So it's taking quite a, a bit of time. Um, you know, to finish the book, um, but that's that's uh, you know the main book. Um, you know, as far as other books I've read in the past, um, you know, in terms of um, business, which is my favorite topic. Um, you know, uh, Mark Cuban has a, a, a the Sport of Business, which is a fantastic book. Um I remember the, one of the first business books is Four our work week which was which was a great book um Tim Ferriss. Um Tim Ferriss. Yeah, it's it's really that 80-20 rule. That's, you know, learning that about that rule in the book. Um you know, then there's um a book by uh uh Keller Keller uh, Gary Keller. Um you know, he's the owner of Keller Williams, which is a billion dollar company. Um it's called The One Thing, which is focusing on the one thing that's uh you know important to you.
0: Um uh, yeah. So, yeah, that, those are a few. Cool. Reading recommendations for everyone out there. I like that, um, Vlad. So this, we're, it's time for our last question, and uh, this is something I, I plan to ask as many people on this planet as I can. Um, so, so kind of go with me in, into the imaginary mind here for for a minute. If we had a 200 year vision for planet Earth, we being humanity, if we had a 200 year vision for planet Earth. What would yours look like? Yeah, so that's really interesting. Um
1: I think that as technology gets more and more advanced, um you know, me coming from the tech tech biz point of view, I think it's going to help us solve a lot more and more of our problems, you know? So I think AI, um you know, imagine how um you know, artificial intelligence is going to look like 100 years from now, you know? And then and that and then you said 200 years, you know like i think there have you know in 200 years um definitely i think there will be you know robots that are smarter than us you know that will be able to solve all our problems um you know if you take a look at the last 50 years and how far we've come today uh you know you being able to do this specifically now you know where the 50 years ago i was like what the heck are you talking about like are you crazy you know um so yeah, in two hundred years, um, if we're not all if the robots haven't taken over and we're not all dead yet, right? I think I think yeah, I think it's gonna be a a great world like where where literally, um, you know, you can just focus on what you love and it becomes much easier to do. You know. So, you know, let's say you wanna you know, you get up, you know, you, you just Talk to your computer, you know, what do you want to do today? I want to do, you know, I'm going to go, I want to talk to my friends. You, you get in your car, your self-automated car. It takes you, you know, super fast, uh, you know, three, four times, you know, it takes you maybe, uh, you know, three to four minutes to get here, you know, from, um, you know, what normally would take you 20 minutes, you know, You're, you hang out with your friends, you know, and three to four minutes or wherever else you need to go. And, um, you know, as far as, you um, You know see you know like carbon emissions and you know sustainable culture i think i think um i'm really a a huge fan of of miniature housing um you know so i think that's hopefully going to get a lot more popular um you know i'm a really big fan because if you think about it you don't need um you know like at my house right now there's eight empty rooms you know that's a lot of space right yeah like I, you know i think miniature housing will hopefully be a lot more popular um you know so everybody just got their own little tiny space you know that they use for for sleeping um you know and and you know that's their private space and then everything else um, you know we just it's just open and shared open so, and shared yeah open and shared you know just like the internet yeah
0: you know. <laughs> wow Well, that's a great, uh, great way to to end this conversation, Vlad. Thank you so much for being on Green Planet, Blue Planet podcast. Thank
1: you very much. Thanks for making the time. Awesome. Yeah. Amazing. Thank you.